I just, I thought this was going to be a nice friendly podcast, like what I mentioned. We were not supposed to have guests any longer. However, this is kind of an honor because we have a guest that's coming back who hasn't been on since episode one, the pilot. That's true. Exception to the rule. You know how long that is? Yeah. um, (laughs) Since December. And we're in what? September. We're in September. (laughs) Um, But yes, this is once again... Bonus episode, a war show with the Somebody Save Me podcast. We have Sebastian back as a special guest since episode one, the pilot. And we're going to be doing the award show for season two, which we, of course, ended on last week with Exodus. And we have to give our arguments on the best and worst moments of a lot of things, just like we did last time. Yes, and obviously whenever we bring up who we feel like is so kind of a background on how the awards have to work, everybody brings in their nomination on what they feel like is the best moment, their worst moment, the best kiss, whatever the nomination is, they bring it to the table and then the group has to decide on who is the best. Last season with us just having it with Joseph and I, we feel like no, mm-hmm. too many tiebreakers can occur. We need to bring in a third, so we feel like Sebastian being that audience third party will hopefully be able to set us straight here. Oh yeah, I'm here to break break the ties. Yeah. Yeah. We need these ties broken. And let's see here. Even though I'm always right. So if you're not picking on my side as well, obviously I have that player one syndrome. Don't ever make me player two. True, true. Uh huh, uh huh. And the 20 bucks you gave me before, you know, we won't even mention that. So. We're not mentioning anything <laughs> yeah. like that. No favoritism that. from the start. This is obviously <laughs> just something where it's for fun, not for money. If Joseph and I have our own separate bed of whoever loses has to take a shot, it's different. And that is going to be for each category. So, Joseph, I hope you have a bottle ready. <laughs> so, you saying whoever wins the, the best and worst moment? No, I'm saying, like, for each category, whosever nomination is not picked, they then have to take the shot. And how are we deciding on uh, Sebastian, nomination? it's two against one now. <clears throat> okay. It's actually the three of us as a group. It's two on one is, is gotcha, what we're gotcha, hoping for. Gotcha, gotcha. If it's a unanimous decision, entirely different, except from what I've seen. I've taken a little peek at your list. Because, you know, I'm a screen cheater. Wow. Screen looker. Is that what they say? <laughs> screen looker. That's what I do. Hang them high rockets with Halo. That's why nobody liked doing <laughs> system link. You're a screen hooker. Me. Yeah, it still works, though. But I feel like we have a lot of different decisions, which is why I'm very excited about this episode. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be fun, just like last time. I hope we have some good arguments. Again, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we don't have any other socials because that's a lot of work. Okay. So stop stop asking. We know everyone's asking. So it's like, what's the deal? Leave us alone already. <laughs> Plus, this is only us coming up on season three. We still have eight more seasons to go. Woo! That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. We, we are love this ride. We 20% this ride. done. And I feel like I've been doing this for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, man. You've kind of aged a little bit, you know? This has brought a lot of stress on me. <laughs> so many people have talked so much smack to me on Twitter. It's insane. Mm. Everyone needs to just As calm they should. down. <laughs> As Whenever they should. you give me a heart on one of the photos, I know what you really mean. All right. So, <laughs> we're going to start off strong. But first, this wouldn't be an episode without the same song.
So are you going to bring to the table the first category, or do you want me? Cause I got I can, you, dude. All right. You got to do the voice and everything. <laughs> you got to do it. Now presenting Best Kiss. <laughs> and the nominee. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to be doing Best Kiss first off. Because we, as we clarified last episode, that Best Kiss is pretty unanimous at this point, I think. No, it's not. No, really. I already told you it's not. Because right. are you telling me right now, I'm already going to guess, mm-hmm. is your best kiss Exodus? Of course. <laughs> and yours is underneath the apple tree with Sebastian. I know you've seen underneath yep, the apple yep, tree yep, of the yep. swallowing of each other's faces. That's Exodus. Yes. I'm going to present to you both something else. Is that yours, by the way, Sebastian? I, yep, I think so. That's also mine. I have to present you both with the calling, the first kiss. Yeah, the first kiss is great. And that's why it's the best kiss of the season. All right. With her being able to deliver the cake to Clark, with them finally having their moment where, like what I even stated last episode, it's the buildup of the kiss, where it starts out soft, and then it looks natural, and it actually looks like a first time. Yeah. Meaning they're not swallowing each other's faces. So how could a swallowing of each other's faces beat out a natural, loving first kiss? Please explain to me. Well, look, 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 look. I think me, Sebastian, can maybe work with you on this a bit. Yeah. Maybe a little compromise, you know. Yeah. Maybe we'll give him that one as best kiss. And we can maybe have ours as the worst one. Because it is pretty bad. You know what my other worst one was, though? What was your other worst one? Jonathan and Desiree in Heat. All right, so let's just first say this because we have to obviously keep a tally right now. Taylor is one. One up, yes. I'm one up. Okay, so we are saying best kiss goes to Colleen, Clark and Lana's first kiss. Yeah. That is like the best one overall. Yes. I mean, okay, I I just need this on the record here before we move on to worst. (laughs) Okay. All right. You got it. Now for the worst kiss nominees. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I had to definitely put Desiree and Jonathan Kent um, from Heat. I mean, no one wanted that. You didn't even know it was happening until I pointed it out because you thought, Taylor, you're a liar. I I didn't think it was a full-on kiss, and then they ended up making out, and I hated every second of it. That was so hot for me. Sebastian? I enjoyed it, definitely. (laughs) I definitely enjoyed it. But I do agree with Joseph. It was out of fucking third field yeah bro. I, I did not um, expect it to get that into it is that your worst kiss of the season i think so yeah okay for both of you again maybe if you're wanting to go on the gross scale but as far as worst kiss goes man i had to rewatch this i had to rewatch a lot of the scenes no it's red it's with clark and chloe their kisses when she is yeah, jumping okay. in the back of the car and she is like then kissing him on his neck, where they're like doing some Wait, weird. No, that's a uh, rush. Is it rush? Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. It was second part of right. the kryptonite. Yeah, red kryptonite. So yeah. yes, you were correct. Rush with the tapeworm. That's what it was. And with them making out with each other in the back seat, it was like a pecking, necking type shit. <laughs> and then when they're at even the Talon, and them kissing there with the strip poker, the kisses are gross. They don't work. I was hoping with Chloe being that bad, I was getting tongue. 
You know what I don't have? It's tongue. I got weird necking and pecking. It was pretty hot. There's probably some finger action going. I saw no finger action. She may have pulled some imaginary cards out of her blouse, but that's not some finger action. And now the award for best finger action. <laughs> that's not a nomination. <laughs> Okay. Yo, I got a couple scenes. <laughs> Are you still sticking by yours, Joseph? Desiree and Jonathan? Yeah, it's just gross to even thinking about. Like, I hate thinking about it. This I is, hate that it happened. This is why we brought Sebastian He cheated here. on Martha. Because I'm... Okay, he didn't have a Ooh. choice. Come oh, on. really? So you're he didn't saying have a that choice? he chose to cheat on Martha with Desiree. I'm the one that throws Jonathan under the bus and has the bus then reverse and run his ass back over. You're then telling me that you're going to do the same right now? Remember what he told Clark at the hospital? To fuck There's off? always a choice, son. All right. His, his own words, too. Sebastian, after hearing both sides... Okay. And I know that you stuck with him at the beginning. I want right, your right. opinion okay. here. What is the worst kiss? I think I think you definitely brought up very, very good points. So I'm going to have to go with you on that, honestly. Oh. I'm going to have to go on you with that. Because, <laughs> you know, a kiss should be a kiss, not, you know, a little uh, neck-biting, pecking. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go jump off my balcony now. <laughs> yeah, so. see? Thank you. It was a... It definitely was. John, and even though it was gross... John and Desiree's was still a kiss. Yeah. Whatever, man. You should <laughs> rewatch the Clark and Chloe. I promise everybody. It's I loved not... it. What do you want me to get hard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a scene like that, yes. That's a bro, dude. Wants his bros to stay hard. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was supposed to be better, and it was worse. Mm. Worst kiss of the year. It is now two on one. Joseph has to take two shots now. Dude, shut up. <laughs> Anyways, yes, we are now done with the first category, best kiss. We're going to move on to, um, I think we should try to, let's see here. Oh, what are you going to do? I think we should put parent f next. Okay, you're going to go worst parent. Go. And now, the nominees for worst parent. What do we got? Jonathan Kent. <laughs> Let me bring Jonathan to the table. Finally, he gave me what I've always wanted. A purpose to be able to call him this. With John for season two. Let's not forget he blamed Clark for their relationship with Grandpapa. Where he went and played games with Grandpapa because Clark was no longer around. <sighs> That's just a theory. Okay, let's <laughs> keep going here. He kept telling Clark throughout the entire season, stop learning about your family history. Only focus on us. That is true. Once again, that being very true. selfish, Jonathan, not even allowing him to explore, even with Kyla coming to the table, he said, Clark, why are there Indians here? <laughs> John is the worst person of the season. And let's not forget, with the very last episode of the season, John decides to pretty much say, Clark, I never want to see you again because you destroyed oh. our pure blood child. Oh my and now God. we're only left with you, not even a havesy. That is why Jonathan is the worst parent of the season. All right, cool. Anyway, <laughs> old news coming from Taylor. What? That wasn't old news. I did not put him as worst parent last season. All right. 
What do you got? So I just want to have some honorable mentions right now <laughs> because these are not going to be my top. Okay. Or my top top person. So first, we had man. Let's talk about episode visitor with Cyrus's parents. Pretty bad. Nah, Pretty they were bad. fine. They just like greedy, money. <laughs> greedy, bro. <laughs> they like money. It's okay. I don't think they even showed up in the they episode. They did. Right? They weren't even there. They gave him his own house. Bad. Yeah. I wonder if they even know their son died. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're yeah, they're missing the check. Right. It's gonna be like four months later. No, like, yo, have guys, you gotten by the end of the, the episode? Yet? They sold him. So no, they oh, don't right. remember. That's he right. brought them out of the hospital. That is right. Because they sold him for a big fat check from Lex Luthor. Yeah, they're like, nah, this guy's damaged. He's not gonna get us. So they weren't even a part of his life. So fine, I'll give you that honorable mention. What do you got? Yeah, next? honorable mention. That was a great one, huh? So we have to, of course, talk about Lionel. I mean, Lionel is a pretty. Sh- so that's your shaker. honorable mention. He's not your number one. No, he's Lionel's like, oh. my number one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I think that's, your number one. I think that's my number one. So honestly. what's your main argument on that? <sighs> the way he comes and puts down Lex every chance he gets, <laughs> it's, it's my favorite thing now, honestly. And he's getting better and better. Uh, the episode where he basically tried to use uh, catching uh, Lex's fiance, right? Leverage mm-hmm. that against him. And he did that like on the fly. <laughs> that not, was good. That's, that's not looking good for good. And lying about being blind. <laughs> that, okay, that, that's okay. just being a bad person. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We're not See, talking about parents. That's not bad parent. <laughs> but he did lie to his son. Lex thought he was blind the entire time. That's true. That's, He's still lying kind of a, to his child a on a twisted this. game to play with your kid. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Anyway, um, so that's mine. I just feel like that since Lionel and Lex play the game to each other, that's their relationship. So we don't even know if they love each other <laughs> or if that is how they express their love. Okay. And then uh, last honorable mention is um, from Lineage. Um, oh, you're talking about, but she wasn't even a parent of anybody. <laughs> Rachel Dunleavy. She made up everything. <laughs> and dude, she's, she's the worst. Though. She's one of the worst, dude. Her child's dead. <laughs> dude, she's one of the worst, bro. No, actually, her child is not dead. Oh. Lucas is very much alive. Oh my God, Lucas! Hold on, but it's not her fault that she doesn't know that. It's her fault. She's crazy. But it's she's crazy because she thinks her child's dead, but he's not. Instead, she's the worst parent because she doesn't even know which one the right kid is. Well, it's not her fault. He's living in the Chinatown underground. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, my number one. I'm interested. Worst parent. Worst parent of this season. It's actually going to be worse guardian, and that's Aunt Nell. Let's talk about Aunt Nell this season. Okay, please. please Interesting. Uh, I'm not remember a- when Aunt Nell huh. said, Hey, Lana, just got a new boyfriend. He's been <laughs> piping me up so much recently, and I feel great about it. So, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, fuck you. Take this shop, sell it. Take this theater, sell it. I'm going to sell your horses, too. You can't live at the house because it's my house, so I'm going to give it away. And now you have the choice to either come with me or die. And plus, Dean's my favorite now, not you. Hold on. I'm taking a step further here. And by the way, by the way, to our audience and to even you, Sebastian, I'm conceding. I'm conceding because it's also this point. 
you left her with Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) I lose. I lose. Now, the person that least liked her out of like that age group had to take her in. Wow. So, yeah, um, that is my top gentleman. And I think it looks unanimous that I won that. Now, from the (laughs) start of this season. Definitely. She completely ignored Lana, did not care about anything Lana wanted, only focused on herself. There was not even one loving moment from Nell this season besides, sure, go live with Chloe. And as it turns out, that was not a loving moment. Instead, that was some sort of payback. So Nell brought nothing to the table this season. And uh, let me ask you one more thing before you finish there. Who have we not heard from since they left? Aunt Nell. She must be in a deep honeymoon phase. And the winner is Aunt Nell. Aunt Nell. Worst parent of season two. Congratulations. She was even most of it. (laughs) That's hard to do. That is hard to do. (laughs) And what do you think, Sebastian? Do I sound sane? Sane enough for me to say yes. And even, because the thing, too, is it's like, even with now bringing the boyfriend, Dean, around, hey, you should set the chairs up this way. It's smarter, dumbass. (laughs) Dean, I just met you. She pretty much was having sex while her niece had to hear all of it. Yeah, Lana had to leave the house because of how much they were making out at the house. I can't think of a worse parent. John, you look number two to me, buddy. <laughs> John is two. Yes. Nell. Damn it. When you really think about it, you know, Lana didn't deserve that. I love her. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Wow, what a great one. That was a good one. Okay. So, glad we got the parent out the way. So, let's move on. Let's do, let's do Lex first. Let's have... Wait, I'm sorry. Are we doing... Best? No, we're not doing best parent. Yeah, no, no, because that, one, that one's too easy. Mr. Sullivan. Mr. Sullivan, yeah. yeah. It's okay, we're on the same page for that. Mr. Sullivan, having to awesome. deal with Chloe and with Lana, same household all season with this type of drama occurring. Mr. Sullivan is having to work his job like no other, supporting his household. Uh, numero uno. Facts. And uh, you are marked one for a shot as well as you, sir. Yeah, that's fine. It's still two to one on this one. Right. Okay. I'm, should I'm we take winning. some now? I feel like we need to take some now. What's yeah. crazy, you should have done uh, honorable mention Henry Smalls for never coming back. Dude, we need... Okay. <laughs> we need to talk about that real quick. Real quick. Because what we need to talk about is if they are never going to come back again, where the fuck do they go? <laughs> um, so what I Because what... Do, does he live in another town? He, he lives in Smallville, no? You, you would hope, though, maybe they left because, remember, the Smalls were the first people, were first people in Smallville, so why would they ever leave? But Jennifer had to put her foot down and say, we have to go. Otherwise, could you imagine if Lana just sees them walking across the street on the mainland? <laughs> they come in for coffee, and he has to ignore her as oh if she doesn't God. exist. <laughs> Jennifer makes it so they always have to see each other, but he can't talk to her. It's always a test with Jennifer. Oh, She is the stepmother in Cinderella. You know who the real Cinderella is? Lana. No, Chloe. (laughs) Oh, God. When she kept comparing. But yes, Henry Smalls, honorable shout out. Here you go. So, for the next category, what are you wanting to do here? Are you wanting to start with the big shots or should we go with best fight or best villain? 
No, I think we should start with the characters right now, and then we can go to the best like five villain episode. And episode. All right, will be our last one. So then let's do with top Lex moment of the season. We want to do best moment, moment first or worst. I'm gonna say best. Let's start him out high because I don't have a lot of highs, and then let's bring him down because that's where he belongs this season. <laughs> so now <laughs> presenting best Lex moment, and the nominees are. All right. So, well, you're excited about this one. You need to go first. It, with my best Lex moment to start him out high, it's prodigal. And it's this easy. Lex, all he wanted to be able to do this entire time so far is to prove himself to Jonathan. He's always wanted Jonathan's acceptance. Mm-hmm. He's always wanted to feel like he was a part of the family. And prodigal... When he went and found his brother Lucas, brought him back to the mansion, him and Lionel kicked Lex's ass out of there. Lex then had to go with his tail between his legs to Jonathan. Can I stay here? And he did. And the next morning, without even having to ask Lex, he was up there having to shovel that shit, doing the chores for Jonathan, Jonathan having a good smile. Lex also then having to tell a story about his mother, how they would go up to Montana, how they would spend the time with the workers, how he finally felt at peace. This is one of the things that he missed. It humanized Lex. This is his best moment of the season. Wow. That's a great explanation. (laughs) I came here prepared. I can tell. I can tell. All right, Sebastian, what is your best Lex moment? Okay. I'm kind of on the same page there. I feel like I feel like Lex definitely had to humble himself, right? In his lowest of points. But I'm gonna keep a little side note here, right? Knowing what Lex does later in the season, I feel like this could have been just like a very long term manipulating style of act to create a little bit more connection with his family. He would but- he would never manipulate John. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. What about okay. you, Joseph? Hmm. It was tough. It was tough with Lex. And I'm even still kind of looking to just double sure on my decision, you know. Because I don't think it's going to get better than that, really. Yeah. Nah, I guess. Yeah, it's hard. So, I think... What do you I have? I feel like his best moment for me was probably Skinwalkers. When... He heard his best buddy out and is just like, oh, Clark, you need help with the caves, buddy? I'll help you out, especially if you're trying to get laid. (laughs) And we had our girl Kyla. So he showed a real big brother side in that episode. You know, he should. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is going on here? I don't. Okay. I think that's another shot. I don't know what the hell that was. Don't know what's going on. So, dude, dude, he, 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 t- he took custodianship of that cave, man. Oh he put his foot down and he said, Clark, it's all yours, my friend. You come in. Anytime. <laughs> so I think Lex really had his best moment there. He was shining. All right. So once again, this is thank God why we brought Sebastian onto this. Sebastian, I need you to make the decision here as the audience. Who? What is your best Lex moment? 
Yeah, we're going to have to go with the first one we were talking about first. <laughs> Just because I feel like there's a little bit more effort behind Lex's you know, thought process into it. Although, he, he, he did do Clark a solid there. So. <laughs> solid reasoning all around. Mm, yeah. <laughs> solid reasoning. So, fine. I lose that one, I guess. <laughs> Winner goes to Prodigal Lex cleaning up horse shit for John. Prodigal best Lex moment. Amazing. But now we move on to the worst Lex moment. Uh, mm. You're going to have to go with this one first, unless you want me to. I would love to. All right. First off, well, shit. Actually, I feel like it's kind of a tie here. So first, insurgents. Insurgents being the hostage situation that he put his father and Martha Kent in. He was a total jackass that episode. It was all a ploy, right? Yeah, it was all a ploy. It's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna do what my daddy just did to me. I'll get him back, yeah. He went into my office and bugged my place. I'm gonna go to his office and bug his place. (laughs) Oh, little does he know, one of them wants to rob the whole thing and have a whole hidden agenda, so then he causes a hostage situation where there's helicopters, there's cops around the building, Clark's having to save them up there, John finds out, Lex is part of it, Lex looks like an idiot, and uh, he shouldn't have done that in the first place. And then, of course, it's a tie between that and the blood in the past two episodes, of course. The blood was very bad, and I'd say that's probably as equally as bad. All right, so good. Stealing the blood from Helen Bryce's office. Good. I'm glad you said that. That's my numero uno. I put that. The calling episode, obviously, with him breaking into Helen's office, as we have found out, of him stealing the blood. Uh, once again, Joseph says it's Martha's. I don't think so. <laughs> but going back to It's this, presumed to be Martha's. Oh, my God. We're not starting that again. But going back <laughs> to this has got to be the worst. Oh, broken into you should call sheriff adams yeah oh. i bet she can help hey what happened what are you missing something important what the hell was that that was the worst thing oh why don't you want to marry me oh but now i'm honest with you i told you everything please no no you're the worst person. You know what? You deserve for your plane to go down. Wow. You want to cross Helen like that again? Say it to her face. Oh, you did. And you know what happened? Ocean. God, that was the worst thing he could have ever done this season. He went against the one person who was on his side in order to betray the trust because he wanted to test blood for his hobby. Classic Lex move. Classic Lex move. And that I mean, made me sick. So we obviously we, agree yes. on the blood. Yep. And how, what you think there, Sebastian? Yeah, you guys hit it right on the nail. I think it's unanimous there. That's oh. a shitty-ass thing to do. <laughs> you don't ever lie to Helen. Do you see what Helen does for you? All right, so, yes, we agreed on that one. Worst Lex moment, blood in, blood situation in the calling <laughs> and exodus. Um, so as we move on, we're going to keep the trend going here, but now we're doing... What do we want to do? Best Clark moment. Best CK. Best CK moment. Oh, you throw yours out here. Um, when Clark was acting normal, no complaints, he did the best he could, 
and he saved the day. Dichotic. Dichotic. Clark was in his right mind the most I've ever seen him there. And he tried to warn his two very good friends, Lana and Chloe, about an evil JTT trying to be a clone and helping them out. Hey, guys, trying to save y'all. What's up? And they're like, dude, stop being so clingy and jealous, you stupid idiot. What are you talking about? He said he's trying to just bang you and leave. He was really clear-minded that episode. Do you think he ran out of weed? He was just like, you know. I think he got the good batch, if anything. There you go. (laughs) All right. That's a very strong one because, yes, he was the only one that was thinking logically where the women really kept accusing him of feelings that he did not have. It was like the typical stereotype being reversed where all guys do is think with their dicks. You know what I mean? And for once, he really wasn't. He really wasn't. (laughs) And it was a matter of like, hey, this guy's seems like he's kind of sketchy and then come to find out he knows his power and he wa- remember when he walks in on chloe and her making out it's yeah. like that's impossible clark i've been here for three hours inside of chloe <laughs> <laughs> and he's like word three hours yeah by the way jtt he could do three hours yeah <laughs> that i believe and then let's just talk about a great moment when they're struggling to fight and get away from him at the bridge you mean the hugging and pulling <laughs> Yeah, I remember the hugging. Not only did he save them still, despite them even arguing with him, he even roasts them at the end and said, hey, you know what's crazy is that I've actually just tried to help y'all and I don't even know why I'm having to apologize when we have made it clear we're all friends and we haven't even dated. So what is y'all's deal? That's It's it's a strong one. I'm actually not going to really go against that. It's I like that. That's episode nine, argument. by the way. Dichotic. I have an honorable mention. Kind of mm. like you with my nominations. Honorable mention is going to be Heat with Clark turning down Desiree as she comes <laughs> into his barn. Dude. Because it's just an honorable mention. That's all it is. It's a shout out to say he is better than most men. Dang, talk about integrity, Facts. dude. Talk That's about integrity. Saying. Yes. Wow. He's stuck by his guns when a hot teacher that he was already checking out comes over and makes a move. Clark then says, No. Desiree this is wrong. <laughs> that is that was a tough one. So honorable mention there. My best Clark moment though it has to be Precipice, and it's because for once, with two, uh, three guys coming in in order to hell a gang assault Lana in the back, Clark then shows up acting like he's gonna call the cops. Finally, after checking on Lana and the guys go to the back, he doesn't leave. Clark then goes to the back and finally teaches some lessons. When they decide to call Lana a bitch, when they decide to say, hey, we're going to be here tomorrow to have some fun, Clark then says, no, pushes them, grabs them, throws them into the fence. And the best part about it, Joseph, is what? I'll tell you what. He grabs Andy and he tosses him. Andrew. Andy. Tosses him onto Sheriff Adams' fucking windshield and says, Welcome to the town, bitch. (laughs) That is easily Clark's best moment because he doesn't hold back. And Lana finally sees him sticking up for her. Well, I applaud you, sir. But now we go to Sebastian because you either have to yes, exactly. upvote one of ours or maybe he has his own. Exactly. I have an honorable mention. It's probably not going to trump you guys's, but Ooh. I just it made me giggle inside, so I had to mention mm, it for sure. Mm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm. 
best Clark moment, I think, is when Chloe goes to see him while he's sick, fever. <laughs> and, and he straight up calls her Lana when he wakes up looking for her. I think that's probably Clark's best trait so far in this season. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. He's not even Bro. awake. He's not even awake for it. That's such a good moment. Clark's best moment this season is when he's passed out. And when he's unconscious. When, he's unconscious, he when he can't think. Yeah. Good, that's a, good. I'm gonna say honorable mention there. I can't have sure. Okay, that's no, why he did say. He did say great honorable mention. Yes. That is really good, man. That is a good moment. Yeah, I mean he's <laughs> had some good ones, but man, that's up that there. is hilarious. Good mention. Good mention. Yeah. But if I would For, have to choose between both y'all's, I think I think Taylor definitely had it on damn, the Damn, dude, that's dude. fucked up. You laid it out on the table. He's trying to get me drunk, dude. That's all. <laughs> I still came up short. But it's, it was a close call. I feel both of you had solid, solid arguments on that one, for sure. It really, though, is finally you know, Clark. Clark is a great guy, overall, you know? Clark's a piece of shit, <laughs> But he's finally, like, showing it. That at least he was able to be that piece of shit for yeah. once. He wasn't the guy that was scared and held back. He truly was like, okay, no, yeah. you're that was weak. Some, that was definitely some hero shit. Even with no regards or consequences. Because I think in that episode, he throws him. The second he sees the cop car, he's like, oh, should I run? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, the man. honorable mention, though, being passed out. That is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. So it's now unanimous that best Clark moment is, in fact... Uh, well, sorry. Precipice. Yeah, precipice. There with you go. him sticking precipice, up for Lana yeah. against the rapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> against the rapist, yeah. Stop rape, you're number one. Yeah, definitely. You know? Just yeah, I'm going to say so. <laughs> That's a good quality for sure. Now we're just totally going to shit on Clark now. Worst Clark moment. You want me to start? Yeah, and the nominees are. Oh. Yeah, Um. I'm just going to start off top. Nocturne. Ooh, what do you got for Nocturne here? Are we kidding? <laughs> what? What are you saying? Let's talk about the fact that Lana couldn't sleep one night, had to go talk to her parents at the graveyard. Oh, right. Let's that's do right. it. I'm sorry. Did we establish it was at least 2 yeah. or 4 no, a.m. No. in the morning? Like 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> it was 4 a.m. is what we established it at. So, Lana, let's, let's get a background here. Nocturne. <laughs> Episode 5 of this season, too. And it was Byron, Sir Lord Byron, the weird pirate that lived underneath his parents' basement. <laughs> and <laughs> why was he wearing his outfits? Where Sorry. did he get those clothes? He was a poet yes. pirate. He was Edgar Allan Poe, is who he was supposed to be. Edgar Allan Pirate. <laughs> and he so he was writing secret love letters to Lana and left him at the graveside of her parents. And so she goes there, sees it. And is like, oh my god, what is this? She starts bragging to everyone about it at the school, her friends, whatever. And Clark's immediately like, weird. That's weird. Why would they do that? Guys are stupid. Yeah. Clark, dope. And then uh, she decides to go back and sleep there to see if he comes back. The guy who left her the note, which is Byron. 
And it's four in the morning. She slept there. So she's being woken up by this person leaving the letter, and Byron's there. And guess who shows up right after Byron? <laughs> hey, get away from her! Comes out behind the tree. Sir, it is 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's trying to hurt Lana, and then we go and have some hot hot cocoa at the Talon. Oh, no, the milkman's here. We got to go. Byron, you're disgusting. Go home. All right. So, it's, it's a solid one, because I think you and I are going to be close here, which is, once again, why I'm glad we have our audience third party. So, mine is going to be Prodigal, the basketball scene. And it's because it's with Lucas showing up where Lex is introducing Clark to Lucas. And what does Clark do? Completely ignores Lucas. And immediately starts talking to Lex. And seriously, this is the first time Clark is meeting Lex's brother. And this is how he acts. He acts jealous. Not like a normal person or a normal friend. He acts jealous because someone's going to take my big brother Lex Luthor. Where, besides that point of him not talking to Lucas, Lex then leaves to go and check on something at the bank, leaving Lucas, where then Clark and him decide to have a basketball game against each other. Clark was going to get his ass kicked by somebody that was half his goddamn size. (laughs) And so what Clark then decided to do was use his powers. Where Pete is even standing on the sideline going, dude, what are you doing right now? Clark even decides to do a dunk from (laughs) midcourt. That is Clark's worst moment because I've never been so disappointed for how immature his ass was. You know, I love the moment. What? I love the moment, but... Man, it's just like, it's tough to battle, you know, your typical weird macho dude shit situation to when you have a jealous, I'm just your friend, not your boyfriend guy showing up 4 a.m. watching you sleep the entire time and waiting for that stalker. Stalker. He's jealous, though, in that scene, too. And he's jealous with Lex having to found his brother. But the basketball was more normal than the graveyard. Once again... Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. Weigh in. Give us honorable mentions, yeah, your own. Us, yeah. What do you okay, want? Okay, I definitely have an honorable mention here. I'll tell you an honorable mention right now. Go you for got it. An honorable, what do you got? Right now, bro. It was, um, where was it at? I just had it, bro. I'm, I'm actually really curious who never sent me. Because for me, and that's why Lex and Clark were hard, they, they had a lot of bad moments this season. Both of them. The bad certainly outweighed the good for them. Well, see, I feel like this is unfair, but the I mean, honorable mention is, I mean, he was friends with Cyrus. That was going to be the one I was going to mention. <laughs> yes. I, I think, yeah. Worse for Clark is just him interacting with that poor kid. Literally. Forcing it. He forcing forced it. it. And, and Use your powers. Yeah. Do it now because they saw what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have approached that whole situation way differently. That kid could probably still be alive, have a whole future ahead of himself. So, yeah. He may have been finding his family, after all, in space. Yeah. They may have came down, yeah. after all, and they yeah. just didn't see him because he was dead, thanks to Clark. Yeah. And I think... Where's our son? <laughs> yeah. And I think the way the episode ended there was he was just, like, sad outside the barn. He's like, ah, oh, dang. Poor you him. Know, it really sucks because, you know, he knew he was bullied the whole time, and he still chose to save the bully instead of going home. <laughs> 
Clark, you told him to do that. <laughs> Clark, you're the worst. Why yeah. would you have him save the bully? Yeah. Who is not going to be a better person after this. Not and it's at like all. you would and you <laughs> and it cost him his life. Yeah, and then you as Clark, you would think, "Oh, I'm telling you to this because if I would be able to do it, I I would do it." And but he had his little weird epiphany or something. And it's like, <laughs> you know, he chose to save the bullies. Like, will I ever be as brave as him? What the fuck? <laughs> what are you saying? You told him to do it because you would do it, right? I'm very confused. That's all that was. It was him projecting himself onto somebody else yeah. where he didn't even know their own capabilities. How yeah. high? Yeah. Like, yes. How high were you, Clark? Super. I need to know. Super. I bet you Super he high. He ain't even Superman. He's super high. Did I really just see a horse come back to life? <laughs> Yo. Was Cyrus just here? Or am I tripping? Did y'all see that glow too? <laughs> Yo, this shit hit. That's a good honorable mention. It is a good honorable. Yes. But to break the tie here, I'm going to have to go with Joseph on this one. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Definitely. I feel like his is way more like stalkerish, you know, bad what? decisions altogether for Clark. The 4 a.m. You know? kills me. <laughs> it kills me, dude. Dude, and my goodness. Remember when he was just like holding on to her and hugging her and trying to grab her and she'd be like, can you stop? Get away from dude, me. Yeah, dude, a, he was weird that episode. I did not really like weird. It was very weird. To, I your, to your point earlier, how they acted about him in the JTT episode was how he was in the Nocturne episode. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was deserved in that one, not deserved in the JTT yeah, one. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. And then, oh, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, they're lucky they didn't get mentioned for worst parents because, my goodness, they were keeping them, their child in the oh, basement. That, yeah, that's Making true. it seem like you get out. Guys. Guys, did y'all see what happens, though, when the sunlight is <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yo, we all saw him exposed to the sun, right? Like, I just want to make sure I get that parents, but that I need true. to know what y'all do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, he was like, I'm a monster! Look at me! I'm a pirate! Yeah, he's going to be staying in my basement. You know, it's crazy. It's literally, they, like, ripped a page out of the Pirates of the Caribbean, except it's the sun that affects him. I just don't understand why they did keep oh, him as a, just a poet. And give him 1,800 books versus just modernizing him and giving him normal clothes. No, no, no. I the real question is... I don't what know happens. what the decision for the, for the writing of the episode Unless was Unless they were just trying to convince him it was that year. Look at this terrible even, kiss, dude. That's worse, I feel like. That's like some mental, you know... Papa, what? where did you get a gun like that? <laughs> what happened to Byron? Where did he go? I don't know. They probably killed him. Because that's all what happens whenever Clark gets to know you. Maybe he got cured and then he went to never back down. Think about it. It's always... <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Yeah, I'm not Byron anymore. I'm Jake Tyler. And my little brother's a tennis star. We're going to have to move away, but then he's going to get a scholarship to Orlando. And then I'm going to meet a guy. And then we're going to have to fight at a party that will never exist. That party is so ridiculous. Oh, and Amber Heard is in this movie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never Audible gonna, mention. It's never going to be the same. <laughs> All right. So, went with me. You lost on that one. I did I think lose. we're tied on shots right now. I don't know if we are. I think I'm winning by one. Whatever. And next up, we have best villain. Ooh. Best this, villain. Best villain. This best. is an exciting <laughs> one. This is best villain. Best villain. All right. So, and the nominees are Ooh, spicy. So, best villain. 
all right, man. See, remember, I talked to you about this. I said, hey, what's the deal here? You know, I already know my best villain, especially after the last episode. Woo! All right, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's the main character himself, Clark Kent. What is Clark Kent? Okay. Present it to me, please. Twist. All right. So first, whew, he basically almost ruined Lex's wedding in the second episode, which is heat. And I understand that it's Desiree's fault, but hey, hey. It's Desiree's fault. How it looks, yeah. it's No one his else fault. knows that. It yeah, doesn't no one else matter. We know that as the audience. <laughs> he tells Pete his secret. That's and not... look what that causes. <laughs> look what that causes. That's not a... Multiple times, Pete got kidnapped, almost got exposed to where he had to obviously reveal the secret. He almost exposed himself. But he was warned about being, like, being open with people about his secret because then they have that burden. True. All right. Just one example, okay? Don't take it to heart. I'm, just, know I'm rolling my eyes at this right now. This <laughs> is like disgusting to me. How dare you try to I know, validate it with this? I know, Pete, I know, I know <laughs> Pete's your guy, bro. I know Pete's your guy. And then we have Clark episode 4 Red, bro. His best. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about taking Lana out on a date for the first time finally. That wasn't his and fault. How fucking dare you? Did you see the sleeveless shirt? It was amazing. Anyway, <laughs> he takes her out. What does he do? He finds tables. that weird goth country girl there, Jesse. And what does he do? Oh, yeah, you seem more fun. Fuck, Lana. I'm about you, and I'm going to kiss you and just, like, That you wasn't know, his rub fault you. again. You're blaming Clark for when he's under the influence right now. <laughs> That's not okay. Um, are you kidding me? These are inner feelings. These are just, like, the walls are torn down. There's no filter. This is insane. There's no excuse for that. I'm sorry. No. No. This I'm not going to buy that. I'm letting you keep going you here. Know, you know why you can't use that argument with the Red Kryptonite? Because he remembers all of it. I don't care. He can't. He can't help it. He, he can't help what he does. He can't help it though. He's under the influence. Let's talk about being the friend at first. That uh, I just talked about this. He wants to act like he's the boyfriend, but he's not. Over here, Nocturne he showing up. Didn't do stalker. That in all episodes. He, he, he did, did it one, one too many. Okay, sure, it was bad in the one. I give you, it looks really bad. But I'm not giving him for the whole season as the villain for that. How about his relationship with his grandpa? That's Jonathan put that in his <laughs> no, head. No, no, no. That's his fault, right? That's, That's what we fault. were told. It's Clark's fault. It's not his fault. That's not his fault at all. And we're going to keep going, man, because i got a list of examples keep going, here. Keep going, <laughs> Doesn't matter, because right now you have proven to me nothing. Wow, really? You've proven to me nothing. What? Yeah. All Come right, on, you're not really beating my numero it. uno. You know what my numero uno is? The audience should know what I'm going to pick. Oh, yeah, we already know. Everyone yeah, knows. Know. Yeah, it's fine. I guess I'll give you that one still. All right, and now we go back to Visitor. When he should have not made friends with this one particular person. Well, no, Cyrus shouldn't have made friends. No, 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 no! You cannot back out of this one. Cyrus shouldn't have talked to him. Clark killed. Clark met that boy and had him killed within like forty-eight hours. Yeah, I think legally it's called involuntary manslaughter. of some sort. He got him killed within forty-eight hours. Okay, 
And then he did do this. Yes, <laughs> yes, this is real. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna really talk about this whole Chloe catastrophe towards the last few episodes. Oh, you're trying to use this against me right now. I like it. That's Keep right. Going. That's All right. right. Well, I'm with you. He had many opportunities uh-huh. to tell this girl, "Oh my God, please get away from me. I don't like you." We are together now, me and Lana. And he caused a whole rift here. He also even caused this whole ship thing to be a thing because he wouldn't just ask the question, hey, what's my destiny, dad? Let me know what it's about. Can it wait till midnight so I can go to the wedding? And what did he cause? He caused his ship, which is a piece of his Kryptonian heritage, to blow up. He caused his new baby brother to die. What are you done? Are you done, done with yours? Clark's a villain. Great nominee. Great, great arguments for half of it. I'm giving you <laughs> second half of your argument, your first half of there of explaining with him under the influence. I'm never gonna buy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening all season, you know who the best villain of the season is, and that is Chloe Sullivan. From the start of the first episode, Chloe gave Clark a fake breakup. From episode, I don't know, four and on. Oh my God, she did give a fake break. (laughs) Yes, whenever she decided with Nell, the worst parent, leaving Lana, she said, hey, come move in with me. Was that to help her or was that more to keep an eye on her and Clark to be able to separate them even further from each other? Going through the season of Lana, I'm sorry, not Lana, Chloe then flipping any type of argument she can after she has butted into people's business (laughs) saying, why are you looking at me? Why are you asking me these questions? When all Chloe has done is try to ruin everybody's life and then say it was all just for the good of the story. Chloe, I believe you and your eight years going on nine, but goddamn, you are the worst. Let's continue with her then separating Lana and Clark from each other. Being able to cause the rift between them. You bring up the JTT episode. Let me bring up, what if Chloe put all of that in Alana's head saying, can you believe Clark is acting like this around us? Can you believe that he's doing this? Why is Clark acting like he's so jealous around us? But it really was never about Chloe. In fact, it was always about Lana. Chloe also compared herself to Cinderella. She also said that maybe I'm going to have a glass slipper. Maybe I'm going to go take care of my stepsisters. Whatever the hell she said, she compared herself to Cinderella. Mm. Let's keep going. She then decided to avoid making an agreement with Lionel, even though in the very last episode, we find out she takes the agreement in order for her to then do research over Clark Kent to then figure out all of his secrets. She also has a file that she has not deleted since spring fucking formal about the goddamn (laughs) fucking photos, and that's all she keeps looking at, poisoning her mind even more. Let's go back. What did you say on that episode when we found out what she was clicking on? What was above that? Blood Blood samples. Boom. She is obviously already looking into something regarding Clark's blood. Because she herself has done so much research where we're supposed to think that Lionel is the bad guy for even requesting it. When in fact, Chloe is doing her own book report over the man. Chloe is the villain. She has separated Lana and Clark from being able to love each other. 
even in the last episode of her pulling up in the red fucking buggy, ruining at the worst time, it was always about Chloe, even though Clark said, stay away. Wow. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. It's very interesting both y'all bring up, you know, people who shouldn't technically be villains, but throughout the season with these arguments... They're kind of worse than the actual villains that they showed in the show for the season. Because yeah, they're naming ruin people's actually, lives. if you really think about it, name me the main villain of the season. Um, Lionel. That was last season, dude. For I was sure. Say, yeah. In, in a way, Lionel, you can always pinpoint, but he wasn't in a lot of these episodes. So the ones that were in all of the episodes is the ones you have to say are the entire season. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe the puffer guy. He was. He was kind of weird. Eric. <laughs> Eric. The inhaler. The inha- there we go. The inhaler. All right. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to go with Chloe, too. So. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yes. It makes the most sense. It does. It definitely the, does. The award goes to Chloe. Best villain of this season. Especially towards the end. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. The end. It's kind of a no-brainer. Not only, yeah, we get over here. Clark wasn't who he th- I thought he was. So <laughs> just because he made out with Lana, yeah, and she had to watch it, and she chose to watch it. Oh, and let's not even forget. Hey, Clark, I came over here to tell you something important. Oh, what'd you come over here to tell me? Not important. What? <laughs> so that's not important, but this is. I saw you tonguing her. God, <laughs> it's awful. So, all right, best villain done. Dude, the ship was pretty bad, huh? Yeah, ship was pretty bad. The ship is what told Clark to rule humanity, wasn't it? Yes. Like, he didn't even have that idea in his mind until the ship was like, yeah, you're meant to conquer these fellas. Dude, all right. Or maybe just meant to conquer them in a good way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Optimistic, I see. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> and now we get to the next one, second to last. Best fight. Best fight. Best fight. Best fight. This is going to be a good one. And the nominees are. <laughs> Start it off, buddy. Oh, you want me to go on this one? So this one actually took me a while because, my God, a lot of lame-ass fights. There are a lot of bad ones. And they're very lazy, very short. Yes, and I was even hoping that perhaps the Walden one and the Calling, because, again, I love that episode, was going to be my top, but it's not because all he does is run away and he blows up a gas canister. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my numero uno of this season goes to Clark versus Tina in Visage. Because what does Clark, or I'm sorry, what does Tina do? We catch her at the beginning of the fight. She is transformed into Clark, and she is making out with Lana. Mm. So we already have it hot and spicy, where then they go to the back alley, and we have Clark versus Clark. Pipes are being hit at each other. Strength is being shown. Tina then lifts up an engine to try to slam it on Clark's face. Clark then runs out of the way, where then a or I'm sorry, a pole that is broken off and then penetrates her stomach, causing so much blood. It is very violent. It is probably my favorite fight scene of this season. Wow, dude. I'm surprised you didn't pick uh, Dichotic. Why would I pick Dichotic? Or even Lineage when he stops himself in front of the axe. Is that, is that <laughs> what I was going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I should have chose Fever with Martha falling in onto the glass, right? A good fight. That's a great fight. Well... I hear you on that one, okay? I really do. 
if we're gonna talk in terms of best fight, probably what lasted long. We had some maybe some good effects here. Good little couple, maybe couple minutes of it. It's gonna be the Eric fight, man, with him and his Goonies, the Inhaler. He was over here wrapping pipes around him. They're chokeholding, throwing each other around, getting smacked around with pipes. Heat vision to wire cables, dropping metal on them. No. That's the best fight there. It goes against the entire point of the episode. All of a sudden, they don't have strength. Good best fight. No, you know, they don't do anything after showing that they can do something. The episode itself is inconsistent. That is an inconsistent fight. Actually, you know what? Nah, scratch that, dude. We're going to do this. What? We're going to do Clark versus the ship. That's been the best fight all season. I'm going to puke. <laughs> Clark versus the ship, bro. That is not what I'm going to do at all. Because that is not... The ship actually was able to save some lives here. But, yeah. So, Sebastian? Yeah. Best fight, dude. Best fight of the season. They're both pretty bad fights, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad fights. Hey, dude, you can, you can vote one and uh, I've maybe been it's trying. Better. Yeah, I'm trying to We didn't have many a... good ones. No, any... not this season. Yeah. I don't know here. I'm going to have to sit on this for a second. What? There's no coming back <laughs> to. Yeah, what's your deal, dude? <sighs> They're both terrible, terrible fights. Best fight. I'm going to have to go with Joseph then. Because at least it gave it a little bit, you know, dynamic, you know, a little change to what we got before. You what? Know, he was using his powers in more Woo! creative ways. I'm not going to say best fight, but better than your fight, maybe. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm you know what's better than good. your fight? The one where he's at the bar and he fights the two guys at red. <laughs> he just throws them on the tables. I mean, that's a better fight than all of what we suggested. No, it's not. It's so bad. Are you kidding? He absolutely owns them. Yeah, but he also gets a baseball bat hit at him. No, I'm still going to say the Tina one. There's so much blood. Cool. It makes it worth it. Yeah. All the blood. I guess with that fight, he actually murdered someone. Thank you. So. Thank you. You know what? I, you're right. Let's change it. The fight between him and Cyrus. <laughs> 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 no, him and the bullies, bro. Oh, God. You calling us dumb? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Let me show you a magic trick. <laughs> God. Let there be fire. PK fire. <laughs> All right. We are on the finale. No, no, no. We got to do this first. Dude. Oh, you got something? We got to remember our dead. Oh, yes. <laughs> our we are going to okay. be doing the honorable mention of Here the season. Go. This is remembering those that have passed of the season. Yeah. We got a quite a bit of a body count here okay. okay so a total of 27 people died in uh season two respects S sad we are gonna miss all of them yeah i'm gonna miss them so moment so much thank so you for much. that list joseph thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways back let's get to into the, the main awards. award the best and worst episode Let's get to the best, best, best. You want to do best first or worst? Let's go to best. All right. No, no, no. Go to worst. You're right. Okay. Let's go to worst. Let me start with worst. Yeah. The Redux. Redux was the cheerleader. The cheerleader episode was by far the worst one in here. She was like a weird evil witch. There was a plot they forgot about. They put in a random part of this season. Didn't even make sense timeline-wise. Did they connect her power to the kryptonite girl? at all? Yeah. 
Oh, that's your name? No, they did not connect it. Or they did. I mean, you can tell what time period it is, but right. it's weird. It was supposed to be an episode that's before Pete even finding out the secret. And Pete found out third episode. This was episode, like, six. This is very true. So it, this is like a... like a. I'll put it this way. They were at school at the start of the season, and this episode, they're in summer school. It looks like <laughs> summer school, bro, like tryouts. I'm going back to what Joseph has said, though, okay. in one of the episodes with Lana going to her kickboxing class. This is, I think, just episode six being a flashback episode. No, truly. I think it was. Everyone yeah. was just dreaming and thinking it about that. It was the, just a flashback one. That's all that was. So that's your worst? Um, yeah. So the worst... Come on, guys. I've said it at the start of that podcast whenever I did it. I'm sticking to it. Fever is the worst pile of shit I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. And let's even bring up why. Dude, we had Martha coughing and almost die by glass. Yeah. Good moments. Yeah, great moments. We so, had Clark say, Lana, is that you? In his fever dream. So let's go further into this. Chloe read that pathetic note. If the ship is an alien... And the ship decides to make its own decisions, which is what Clark decided it was doing in the very last episode. In Fever, he thinks that the ship is just some type of healing tool. So he thinks that the ship would be healing everybody on the last episode because it wanted to. It doesn't even tie in with what the ship is able to do in Fever. Hmm. Somehow it has these abilities that give people babies as if this is a ship that's able to knock people up as if it's its own living thing so i why would the ship want to save those people and is the ship even a living thing but yet it's able to knock people up and clark believes it is now the episode doesn't make sense to me it doesn't fit anymore and again all we had was martha coughing and Clark being passed out, the two ladies being, Oh, he's so vulnerable! Let me tell you my feelings now! It was the worst thing I have ever seen, because somehow Clark being passed out still tried to push Chloe away, where Chloe is still in the very last episode saying, I knew it! I knew you loved her! Yeah, because even my subconscious says, Get out! I hate fever. Fair point. Fever yeah, is really the do. worst. You really do hate it. <laughs> Why are you giving me that? Remember look? in Redux, Grandpapa, pointless storyline. I hated it so much. No, because it was brought up later on. That oh, the reason, really? It was so cool. The reason Actually, you know why. what? No, that doesn't even work because the, when they bring it up, they make it seem like him and John are, John are hunky-dory. Yeah, because they are without Clark around. That's <sighs> yeah, really fucked up of John. So, Sebastian, please break this tie. Okay, so we have... Fever as one of them? Yes. Right? And the Fever other one is one of them. Even though you said Reed. earlier that you love Fever, so he's already biased. I'm not going to lie. I do love that scene. I Redux. Really my heart. And Redux. Redux is an episode Dude, honestly, six. I mean, aside from the Clark scene I mentioned earlier, I mean, they both kind of do suck. I feel like they had, like, intern writers, you know, for those days. They're like, you know, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Possibly. We're going to give this a shot. <laughs> so I got this summer school idea. <laughs> Yo, think about it. What if they're not even in their school year right now? It's called Kiss of Death. Yeah. <laughs> a witch. Mm. But we don't call her a witch. She's just old. Makes no sense. Does Pete know about the powers? No. Okay. Well, he's supposed to know. Who cares? We won't mention it. 
I'm gonna have to go with Redux. Oh yeah, just because, yeah. just because the whole storyline kind of really does fall apart horribly. Kind of sad. All um, right, fine. I lost on the worst episode. We are concluding in a two against one. Redux. Redux. Woo! <laughs> All right. And now it's time for the best episode. Easiest award of the season. Easiest award. I think it's unanimous. Yeah. Calling. It's calling. It's not even close. Calling. Episode second to last of the season. 22. With, we have easily a fight scene between him and Walden. We have more of the history being discovered. We have Antonian. the introduction of Jarrell. We have the drama of the Chloe, Clark, and Lana. We even start out with the first kiss. We oh. have no wasted space. We have nothing except greatness being shown. And that is why even for us, that podcast was so short because we couldn't even pause to make fun of anything. All we wanted to do was to watch the episode because it's so damn good. It's true. And the episode is really good, man. And it had given, given us every aspect we love about the show all in one. And it was perfect for being an episode of Smallville. Like, if you wanted to turn on someone of Smallville, I feel like you should show them that episode. Yeah. I, and it's also because you don't really have to show them anything else because you're not too far ahead. And you're also, they could lead up to getting that type of episode where they would want to find out what is their relationship. And then it's like a build up in their own head. Yeah. And, you know, honorable mentions, I feel like, should be probably Heat, Red dichotic dichotic's a good episode no no yes definitely up there fever should never be up there of course rush rush was a great episode a lot of these things with where we have new introduction of powers the power ones is always great villains of the week and clark being able to have some drama with the ladies and pete making the jokes those are always the best. Those are good. Those are good. I think also this season had a lot of kind of like Clark figuring out information about himself. It was very focused on like, you know, figuring alien out thing. his identity, you know, when yeah. he found out, when he got the message, when he went to go see that doctor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rosetta, baby. Rosetta. There we Dr. go. Dr. Virgil Swan. Yeah. My boy. Yeah. I know. Y'all go way back. Yeah. <laughs> all Me and Virgil. All I'm saying is overall with this season... There was a lot of highs and a lot of lows. I don't know how I feel about it. We went on a hell of a roller coaster ride. There well, was so there were such bad moments. Here's to looking at you, kid. We're Let's going see. to season three. <laughs> but unanimously, it is the calling as the best episode of the season. 100%. It is the winner. <gasps> best episode. <laughs> yeah, we gotta put the cheering, gotta put the applause, like yep. Yep. Wow. And that's it. Award show done. 2022 award show season two. Let's go. In the books. I can't even believe it. It's like I'm a new man. In the books, man. It's two seasons in. We wouldn't be here without you guys. And, of course, thank you again to Sebastian for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. We'll have to have you again soon. Again, this is the Somebody Save Me podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Thanks again to Sebastian for our special guest. Thanks to us, the two nerds. And adios. Good night. Bye.